Hello and welcome to episode three of the Mass Effect and thank you so much to everybody who has tuned in. Uh, Jed's podcast last week, we got a lot of listens which is awesome um, and we're also now on Apple Podcasts which is even better so you can pick us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and a few other platforms which is amazing and I have a new guest this week, somebody who um, is very, 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 very local, very Dubbo. And um, she is an entrepreneur, a mum and a wife. So we're going to talk to her today about a number of different topics. Um, I have Erin Williamson from Church Street Cafe. Hello, Erin. Hey. So Erin is um, the owner of Church Street. Um, she's a young entrepreneur. Um, well, actually, how young are you? Well, I'm 31. That's young. That's much yeah. younger than me. So we'll, we'll go with that. We'll call you the young entrepreneur. Um Actually, didn't you? I think you beat me one year at that actual award. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so Erin and I um, actually were up for a Young Entrepreneur uh, Award a few years back. Um, and you actually did really well with that, didn't you? You actually went on to the – did you get on the state award? or? Yeah, um, yeah, I won the regional entrepreneur, yep. um, so like Central West, and then went to the state, but I um, didn't win. And I was also like nine months pregnant at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good excuse, I reckon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you literally didn't just beat me; you kicked my ass. So that's <laughs> that's um, that's okay though. I don't mind. I know I no longer can enter it because you have to be under thirty-five. I think that was my last year that I could go in it. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So Erin, let's have a chat. Let's have a bit of a talk about yourself. So um, tell me a little bit about you, your fam, Bubba. Obviously, Quinn's a very important part of your life. Um, yeah. Yeah, so give us a little bit of background about your family. Um, yep, so um, married, my husband Vince. Um, we actually met when I was like 17 years old yep. and didn't um, like start dating or anything until I was like 20. Oh, wow. But um, yep. yeah, so we've been married for like seven years this year. Yeah, wow. And um, Quinn's turning three soon. Yes, and every, everybody probably knows knows Quinn or has seen Quinn at Church Street. Um very helpful, isn't she? Yeah, she's basically <laughs> one of the staff members. Yeah. She's, she's got the upsell on. <laughs> she's so cute. So, um, so Quinn being three, obviously, let's talk about, um, you know, so you started, obviously, you're, you're a chef. You're a qualified chef. So how, um, how did you get into doing that? How did you become a chef? What, what, was, your, what was sort of your driving factors into to making that career decision? Do you know that I, um, I actually did not like cooking at all when I was younger and um, when I was 15 I had a job at Subway for one week and I said I would never work with food ever because yeah. <laughs> um, it was gross. Yep. But um, I don't know, I just kind of fell into it. I didn't have a job yep. and um, I just like, I went to Two Doors and applied and it was the first place I dropped a resume into and then I started the next day. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. that, so obviously like as a chef you've got to do an apprenticeship. Yeah. So you were you were at you were at two doors for quite a quite a while, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So three, four years or something. Yeah, four years. Yeah, yep. wow. Um, so I think Erin and I first met uh, at the gym actually um, at Anytime Fitness. It was uh, that was when you were actually working at, at Two Doors. Erin um, Erin started training in the mornings, and at the time I think I was a morning trainer driving up from Wellington every day um, to train, and then obviously work in the shop. So that's when we uh, we first met. So um, what? What about getting into business? Like that's obviously the the next step that you kind of took um, and that's risky and obviously that's something that a lot of people don't have the aptitude to do. So what what does, what made what was your decision and what made you kind of step into doing your own thing? Yeah, well, um, the owner of Two Doors at the time, she actually sold 
And I was just like, oh, maybe I just don't want to be here now because <laughs> I really liked working for you. Yep. And um, so I left and I had like a couple months off just like doing casual work for places. Yep. And then um, the shop that we're in now, it came up for rent. And so we just thought, oh, this will be easy. I could, I could open a cafe, surely. <laughs> um, I remember actually when you, when you were sort of saying you were going to do it, because what was there before? I'm just trying to picture what was in that building. It was like, was it was vacant for ages, wasn't yeah. it? But there was something. Was it? It was a takeaway shop, like right. a like a fried chicken yeah. shop. Yeah, yeah, good old fried chicken. So, yeah, um, and you've kind of evolved and changed over the years too. In there, like obviously, yeah. you, the way you started is not where you are now, is it? So no, so the. Like where we started the shop, um, it's actually our whole kitchen now. Oh wow! So, yeah. Oh, that, that's it. Well, that obviously shows you how how well developed and growing the business is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you've obviously expanded and done things like that. So, um, what do you think's been? What do you think like has been your biggest challenges? What What have you been? What have been your biggest challenges in regards to opening a business and obviously keeping that business going? Because we're, we're going to talk about what's going on now down the track. But just initially, like, you know, the first 12 months is obviously, I think it's the hardest. Yeah. I think it's probably the scariest because you don't really know what's going to happen. You kind of open and you hope that somebody's going to walk in and order food off you. I, I remember when I opened, I was hoping someone would walk in and buy protein powder. Um, and you're like, well, will that actually happen? Will people actually do that? So it's scary. So I just want to know, you know, what, um, what was the first 12 months like for you? And, you know, were you in that position as well? Yeah, um, it was pretty hard. We um like we worked really hard. It was me and my mum in the shop, yep. and um, like we would start at like four thirty every day, and I reckon we wouldn't leave before ten at night every oh, night because wow. yeah. we just didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, and you know, like obviously with food, it's a lot of prep, and mm. so our whole thing is that we make everything ourselves. But we couldn't really afford heaps of stuff then, so it was like me making everything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So obviously, like I mean, I think it's like anything. You always start out in business doing it as much as you can yourself because, you know, costs costs and overheads are so big, especially in any business. But if you can do as much yourself, you, you, you know, you tend to be able to save some money. But the problem there is that it's hard to grow a business if you're yeah. the only one doing the work. And you probably would have found that as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like, and that's probably something that took me a really long time to learn. Like, didn't learn that in the first 12 months, probably not even the first – Four years. <laughs> it takes <laughs> but, a while. Yeah. yeah. I think like, I think anyone, I think it takes um, a good five or 10 years to get yourself into, into the groove in business and actually get in a position where you kind of, you almost know what's coming next, except for COVID obviously, but you almost <laughs> know what's coming next. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's really good. So what, um, you know, when you, when you kick the business off, you know, what were your initial ideas? Were you, were you, did you want to be as unique as what you are now? Like, because I think the cafe is so unique and I think you have such a really, a really great detail and touch. But did you, did you see it getting to where it is now? No, um, no. This wasn't like – where it is now definitely wasn't what we thought we were going to do. Um, the whole plan was like a healthy takeaway shop, like yep. healthy like fresh made sandwiches and salads, like a big salad bar and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it just kind of evolved from there. Um, and 
you know, like in that first 12 months, our biggest supporters were actually the Dubbo Roos. Oh, wow. So yeah, right. a, lot of, a lot of our menu changes were like, what do the boys want to eat today? Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, good, good local support. Yeah. The footy players always know how to eat, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so like obviously you've evolved and changed over the years and the menu obviously has changed as well. What do you think has changed for yourself? Like have you – do you do you think that, um, you know, you, you yourself have evolved as a business owner as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. I um, like I still struggle with it sometimes, but um, I definitely always had this thing that I had to be there all the time and I had to like do everything myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, like obviously now like with a family and stuff, doing that and like being a chef full time and having yeah. a family, it's not very cohesive. No, it <laughs> makes it very difficult, especially like, I mean, you, you guys are lucky you kind of don't do your – you don't do a lot of night service mm-hmm. um, normally. Normally, <laughs> normally. yeah. <laughs> We're speaking normally. Yeah. Um, so obviously that works out well. I mean, you, you, it means you're home at night. Well, yeah. I think you're home at night. You're probably still prepping the, for the next day. But it obviously takes a bit of pressure off. If you're running a restaurant, it's a very different story, um, yep. as you and I both know, because I've been there myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that, like, um, let's talk about that. So uh, Quinn came along, like, she's three now. Yep. And what 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 do you think have been that has it been tough juggling that like being oh. a mom full time business everything like that so talk to me about that yeah um like it's probably the hardest thing that I've done with um just in general like it's the best yeah but it's so hard oh yeah being a, being a parent is amazing yeah um plans for more no. No, that's a no. no. You heard it here first, <laughs> Dubbo. So definitely not the first time I said that. <laughs> definitely not the first time. So no, that's awesome. Um, what is what does Vinny do? What what's he do for work? Um, so he's a TAFE teacher. Oh yeah, um, cool. Yeah, he teaches building and construction. Yeah, perfect. So, yeah, yeah, nice. Good. So he he's he's at work full time. Yep. You're at work full time. Yep. Um, you're juggling Quinn. Um, that's often why you see her at the cafe a fair bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, yep. which is great because obviously I think. I think for kids as well, I think it's great to see their parents working hard and committed to something because obviously later on in life you hope that they have the same work ethic and the same commitment um, because it's a bit of a monkey see, monkey do scenario. I think a lot, of, a lot of times it's hard. You always want to give your child the time and your children the time, but when you're in business, it's so difficult to find that balance. Um, what's your secret? How do you find the balance? Um, I'm kind of looking for it still. Yeah. But um, – It's out there. It's out there somewhere, I'm sure. Um we I just we've been trying like this past probably twelve months we've been trying really hard to have more structured weeks. Yeah. So like um Thursdays is my day where I try not to do any business work at all and it's just me and Quinn. Yeah. And then um yeah just trying to be more structured in how we like you know sit down and have dinner together and um like you know weekends like we try and make breakfast or we go out for breakfast to not our cafe. Yeah. Yeah. So because obviously being in hospitality I'd imagine that. Food is something when you're at home, you're like, mm. no, we love food. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we all love it. We love eating it, but maybe just not preparing it and cooking yeah. it and getting it ready. Um, so, no, oh, that's really good. I think that's that's the key. I think the fact that you said that you know you have that one day a week off is so perfect because I mean, you still can get a lot done in the rest of the week. And like that day that you switch off is not only good for her to spend that time with you, but obviously it's good for your mental health as well. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely. sure you, I'm sure your phone doesn't stop. Never but, stops. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where you can kind of like use that day as a reason to probably not not, not look at it as much or not not respond to people as much. So yeah, so um you know what, let's 
Let's let's cross over. I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about fitness because I met you in the gym mm-hmm. and um, I remember back then you you undergone a pretty you underwent a pretty big transformation like yeah. you lost quite a bit of weight. Um, so like obviously and that was before you even got into business or anything. So obviously you're a very very self motivated and driven person. So um, tell us a bit about your weight loss journey. Oh um, yep. So I don't know. I just. Um went to the gym and um, tried to like eat healthier and stuff because like obviously being a chef, you just eat crap and um, you eat at like weird times. Yes. And you get home from work. Like when I worked at Two Doors, I wouldn't get home until like 1am. Yeah, like wow. often, most yep. nights. And I'd imagine that by then you, you'd need a couple of hours to wind down before yeah. you go to bed as well. You yeah. can't just go, I'm going to go to sleep now. You you know, most people need that wind down time as well to switch off and, and sort of keep everything going. So, because I remember seeing your transformation and, and, and you know, that was impressive because you lost quite a bit of weight and, you know, you you were doing a lot of weight training at the time that you were training with Sam Orth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, at Anytime Fitness out at uh, Blue Ridge. They're, they're now moved. Um, all right, well, that's that's great. How about oh, something else that I, I, I find really inspiring by you, just, just from my perspective, is you're so community-driven. Like, a lot of the stuff that you guys do is always very community-based. And, you know, we have a working relationship. Our businesses work well together. Um, you know, is that is that something that you, you pride yourselves on? Yeah, yep, definitely. Um, it was probably when we, like, did our business plan – um, like one of our like defining factors is that we are community driven. Yeah. And um, so we just because obviously it's a community that buys from you. Yeah. And you know, like we're seeing that more than ever now. Yeah. Um, that spirit. But um, we just wanted to make sure that if we could give back, that we would. You would. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. we try and do as much as we can. Yeah, because I mean, you you do some pretty cool stuff down there. Um, Bree is always telling me that she wants to go see Timberlina. Oh my god! Yes, definitely. Yes. Um. She even floated an idea, which I want to float by you. I don't know if I want to do it on here, though, because um, <laughs> it's a bit out there and it involves members of the community dressing in drag. But yeah. um, I, I, like do want, I do want to talk to All you right. about because it, it could be a good fundraiser, I think, or maybe down the track. Because um, yeah. I know that you were you were doing you were looking at doing Dancing with the Stars this year, which is it that's been postponed. Yep. So it's been postponed until the thirty first of October. Oh, so it's still planned it's, to go ahead. Yep. So for those that don't know, each year um, the Cancer Council um, runs this this great promo uh, in Dubbo. And it's a Dancing with the Stars scenario. So it's basically Erin uh, has been chosen. So she teams up with a dance studio. Who's your studio this year? Stepping Out Dance Factory. Stepping Out. Yep. So Erin will undergo weeks and weeks and weeks of training and uh, choreography and all those fun things to learn a dance. Um, and then it all culminates in one big night, uh, which is a big fundraiser, a dinner, um, and uh, also... Uh, fundraiser auctions things like that and the money's all donated to cancer and the idea is the participants obviously raise money in regards to um you know trying to trying to get support behind them for the dance for the night i've actually competed in it um i won't tell you where i placed but it was somewhere down the bottom um the issue was uh my the end of my um dance involved me ripping my shirt open to two male judges and a lesbian Yep. So I did not get any points. So it's a shame. <laughs> um, definitely wasn't my night, <laughs> but I can't dance anyway. So, um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a great little fundraiser, and obviously stay stay tuned for that because as things go back to normal, eventually Erin um, will be you know promoting and fundraising for that. So it's normal. Let's talk about that. I like COVID. Um, you know, I spoke to Jed last week, and 
like he's he was very similar to you. You literally got told the Sunday, I believe it was, mm-hmm. that that's it. Um, no more people, you know, basically you didn't get shut down, but you were told, you know, there was a lot of restrictions in place. So talk to me about those. Yeah, so um, for us it's takeaway only for food and drinks and um, it's – the social distancing works is it's one person per four square meters, yep. including staff. Wow. So how so many people can you have in your in your restaurant? So like theoretically, yeah, we could have maybe like 10, 10 or twelve people. Okay. But yep. like at any one point, there's like four to six staff. Oh yes, of course. So then it's like, how do we um, monitor that? So we've yep. actually got a window at the front where we've been serving from. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah. And that's working okay so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we flipped our coffee machine. Yep. Um, so it's like not as like far to go. Yep. And yeah, the window seems to be working pretty well. Oh, awesome. So because you did trade there for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and then you closed. Yep. Um, what was the reasoning behind that? Well, at that stage, um, ScoMo had specifically said that there wouldn't be any wage subsidies. There would be no help in that respect. Mm-hmm. And um, we ran our numbers. Yep. And for us, it wasn't viable. Um, on the numbers that we were doing. Yeah. It wasn't... Um, Viable to stay open no. pretty much, yeah. And so you had to make yeah. the tough call. Yeah, so yeah. even um, like if... Because if we were open, obviously it restricts how many... Like how much help you can get from like suppliers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So you had to make the tough decision. So I'd imagine like, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I've been blessed. I've been able to trade the whole time. So I haven't, haven't been in that scenario. But, you know, obviously, you know, it's not what it was. But to actually close your business, I mean, how did that feel? Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty awful. Um, we actually got the team to kind of help us make a, make the decision. We um we actually gave them the numbers as well and said like this is what it is. Like you know, it's like we pretty much know what we think we should do, but like yeah. if you guys can see another way around it, you know, they were really supportive and they were just like, nah, it's like. Can't you yeah. can't do it? I mean, you you know you you can't fit a square peg in a round hole, unfortunately. No. And I think a lot of people don't realise, and you know, um, us being in business as well. And I, I I've I've been in hospitality before. There's there's you know people think like oh food you know cafes must make so much money like there's so many people there and blah blah blah. But honestly, the reality is that the profit margins in running a cafe are quite slim. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty um they're pretty slim and so like if one thing starts to blow out then it really starts to affect everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you got to think like if you're if you're ordering a particular dish that has meat in it, I mean that meat has a cost and then everything else has a cost, but then the the staff have to serve you, the plate has to get washed up, like it just the, the, it's the endless. Rent, the rent, the electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. So it's, it, it really is a place where it does need to be busy all the time. Yeah. So to actually be busy um, is the only way you can keep, you know, your overheads and everything going ahead. So, um, all right, so you closed down mm-hmm. and obviously from there, um, I think you – how long were you closed for? Um, we ended up only being closed for like three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do in those three weeks? Um, I don't really know. <laughs> I did heaps of F45 workouts. Oh, yeah. Cool. Actually, Jed did say you jumped onto that. Yeah, yep. which is awesome. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't even imagine. Did that three weeks feel like three years? Yes, it felt oh, so long. I know. I've seen all the memes going around like, you yep. know, about how, how slow the days are now. It's crazy because as as, as a society, we are so fast-paced. Mm. This is really just like a big pause button on everything. Yeah, and I'm like totally one of those people who have to just be like doing something like all the time. 
I can imagine. I think yeah. I, I'm exactly the same. So I, I was like, I, I mean, a lot of the times I was thinking like, you know, everyone's mental health is probably the biggest thing, the biggest contributing factor here. If you don't, if you wake up every day with a purpose and it's easy to get on with your day, but if you wake up and you kind of don't know or you've got no purpose for the day, it makes it hard. Yeah, 100%. I think, yeah, like the ment- mental health is really going to um, probably be the biggest factor with all oh, of this. I couldn't agree more. We spoke about that with Jed last week as well. And, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why I did this show. To be honest, I thought that my store was going to have to close down and I thought I was going to be sitting at home doing nothing. That's why I bought podcast gear and that's why I thought I'd start a little project, um, something I've wanted to do for a long time. But I think it just, you know, it's like anything until until you um, until you get a, a product up your butt um you know you don't sort of get things off and going so i'm glad that i got the opportunity to get this up and going and we want to make this podcast about supporting our community because you know i am i am making this about dubbo uh and the central west and 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 expanding on that but obviously it's good to hear from people who are going through these times and 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 offering solutions so let's talk about solutions because man you guys think out of the box like i have to say like Every idea is always unique, but you seem to have a way of making things work. So you've gone back, you've, you've started opening, but you started doing things a lot differently now, obviously mm-hmm. with the structure and everything. But talk to me about your at-home food boxes yeah. and things like that. So at-home is like a collaboration between us and um, Short Street. Um, Kristen actually because I'd obviously needed to buy coffee while we were closed. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so That's been, where you went? Yeah. I went to Short Street. Yeah. Um, and so I went to Short Street like every day for like a week. Yeah. And then Christian's like, hey, I've got this idea. What do you think? And yeah. I was just like, yes, I'm in. Perfect. So you see, yep. guys, like, that's another example of like there's two cafes working together. You don't often you don't often see that. Like, no. <laughs> I know in our industry, the supplement industry is like – it's like a warfare. Like one store opens and the other one's like, you know – um, brutally like kind of you know um giving 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 you the looks or it, it's like it's weird it's like why can't we work together why can't we build a community around each other because obviously we're all doing the same thing can't we work together and make it stronger so how have the box has been going so tell tell me a little bit about what they are yeah. like and how they work so basically um like we're picking a dish each week um it might be a dish that we cook in our stores or it just might be like a family favorite for us um we'll provide you with all the ingredients for it a recipe and then um we also do like a youtube video of us cooking it yes awesome so that's um so i believe that i've been dobbed in for that yeah um gnocchi gnocchi i can't wait actually i've never cooked it you know that, um, like, because there's two different ways to make gnocchi. So okay. there's potato gnocchi, potato, yep. and then there's ricotta gnocchi, Ooh. which is what we're making. Oh yes. Yep. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yep. Um, I, I, I actually really enjoy cooking myself. Yeah, awesome. Um, and baking and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. But I've never made gnocchi, so I love doing stuff that's out, out of my comfort zone. Um, I do excuse um, maybe a bit of swearing and stuff on the video. Though. Is that okay? Or um, are we going to be like? There was a, there's always a fair bit of swearing in our videos too. That's okay. It's all good. But like, it's another example of, you know, all of us working together and being able to um, showcase multiple businesses and multiple people in this community and, and help each other out. So, um, so you with your boxes, so you've got a new one each week yep. um, and then obviously you pre-order that uh, yep. and then you, you, you get, does it get delivered? You pick it up, so you can do e- whatever. Either either. Um, so you can pick it up. It'll be from either us or Short Street, which yep. is like, you know, there's like a little bit of selfishness in that because like if you're coming to pick up a box, like, you know, yeah. it's hopeful that you buy coffee. Yeah, perfect. So, I know, well, no, I yeah. would. Yeah. And yeah. so pick it up from one of us or we can deliver it. That's easy too. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, I think that, um, you know, in the in, in the current circumstances, the delivery has become so important. Um, mm. 
everybody's everybody's offering it now. I think it's the only way to keep businesses functioning really because people are so um, almost scared to go out of their homes and things like that or, or they don't want to leave their homes. So, no, so that's really, really good. I'm Such a great initiative. I mean, like, obviously – it's getting your business going and everything like that. So good news this week, though, with the JobKeeper payments. Yeah. Um, so um, you and I can both talk about that because, you know, we're, we're involved in that. Um, it just – in case you don't know, it just allows – the government's actually offering an incentive to um, keep your staff employed. Um, and I'd imagine you would have quite a few staff down there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we have um, we have nine staff who are eligible for job. Yeah. Paper. Wow. Yeah. So like it's a lot. Yeah. Um, which is great because um, you know, it means that we can still operate. Um, at the moment we're only doing four days. Yep. But like literally today we decided that we're gonna go back to seven days. Oh, perfect. Yep. Oh, awesome. Well, yep. yeah. There you go. You heard it here first. So that's great. So, um, you know, those nine staff now not only because a tough thing in throughout all this was I'd imagine like. When you close, you kind of it was like it's like you don't know what to do. Do you stand them down? Do you push them to the side? Do you, are you unemploying them? But you still want those staff are great. Like they've been a part of your team, yeah. part of your community, I'd yep. imagine. And you don't want to let them go. So it's like, well, how do I keep them engaged with our business um, and not lose them? And this is how yep. we do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was um, you know, it was a big thing for us with the stand. Like, so we did stand down. Um, we had to let some of our casuals go, yeah. and um, so we separated them so that they could get um assistance. Yeah. Um, casuals who hadn't been with us for more than twelve months, but um, everyone else we stood down, which like you know, like it was okay yeah. because it means they can get job seeker, and we still pay holiday yeah. and sick um like accruements. Yeah, yeah, perfect. But yeah, like obviously job keepers heaps better, and it's better for them. Yeah. Like they still get to work, they still get to like yeah come in and do something. Yeah, same same as what we've spoken about earlier. Like just just your overall mental health and being able to actually have something to get up for every day. Yeah. Um, and you and I are both blessed. We work in an industry where we get to see people every day. Yeah. And I I I don't think I could do anything else with. That doesn't involve seeing happy faces and talking to people, and no. you know, you'd be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah our, the customers are the best part. hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, um, I think it like throughout all this, it just being able to turn up to work every day and still be able to see people. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, the numbers don't always add up at the end of the day <laughs> for both for any of us. Yep. Um, but, geez, if we can keep our doors open and still function and get through this, I think it's going to be, um, you know, I, I, and I also I'll reiterate the fact that people are understanding now how important local shopping is, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like we've had customers come in and they're like, oh, like, so today I buy my coffee from you. Tomorrow I buy it from Short Street. Oh, wow. The next day I'll buy it from Press. And I just want to yep. keep everyone going. Oh, and that's like, so good. It's so nice. It is, yeah. It's yeah. lovely. I mean, because plenty of people are still working and bringing in their income. There are, um, uh, like, I see quite a few people each week saying that their life hasn't really changed. The only yeah. thing that's changed for them is they, they can't they can't go to the movies or watch the footy or things like that. But apart from that, they're still going to work every day. They're still going to the supermarket when they need to. They're still doing all those things. So their life has not really changed at all. So there is still plenty of people that can support yeah. these local businesses and support, um, support us moving forward and things like that. So, um, But, yeah, isn't that amazing? Like last week, Jed was talking about – he had members literally ringing him saying, don't cancel my membership, just keep paying, keep charging me. Yeah. You know, how good is that? Like, so good, yeah. So, you know, unfortunately for, for you and me, like ours is a bit different we can't like people aren't just going to give us money for nothing no we kind of <laughs> got to provide yep. you know a service and and you know 
you are another example of someone who's adapted throughout this. Um, and I've no doubt that you'll come out of this stronger. If, if anything, do you think that like it's probably um, probably made you think differently? Do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like we we did not, we've done nights before, and we kind of just stopped doing it because we're like, oh, it's a bit of effort, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like not like the most profitable thing. Yeah, yeah. And then um, so now we've had to go back to nights, yep. and it's been great. Yeah, um, awesome. And it's probably like you know we'll probably keep doing that in yeah. the future. Yeah, that's so. great. I think like um, yeah, I mean it's probably something you you know like you said until it happens you you kind of have your little game plan, but um. You know, I, I liken it to um, Mike Tyson as a, as a quote, and he says, "You can have a game plan to fight me, but as soon as I punch you in the face, that all changes." And oh, it's like yeah. business—you get a punch in the face all the time, huh? Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, well, literally. Yeah. Like yeah. April was going to be our month. We had so much booked in for April. Yeah. And you know, like we had two weddings booked in oh. um, at the start of April, and you know, like obviously it's sad for me, but it's sad for our brides oh, as well. I can't even imagine, like if you. You know, a lot of people have planned that day year, a year, maybe yeah. maybe longer in advance. Yep. Um, I know being next to the wedding shop as well, you know, like it's just even her talking about the wedding cancellations and people having to postpone things and stuff. It's horrible. It's like, I mean, I, I understand why it has to happen and I understand that it's important that we get through this, but it's still it's still a tough thing to cop if you had a, a special day planned, um, you know, and you, and you can still do it, but you just can't have anyone there, can you? No. No, it's like and five people or something. Yeah, it's five people, and you know, like this whole time, like as the restrictions were coming in, we were like, okay, so like it's only eighty-five guests. That's fine, eighty-five yeah. guests. Okay, it's now fifty guests, oh. and then it was like, okay, it's cancelled. Yeah, it literally, was like it just kept yeah. coming down. I think our government was trying to do the best they could to keep oh. us functioning as as much as they could. I mean, it's um, you know, it's just I don't know. It's like you just happen to be in the industry that's probably been affected the most. Yeah, you know, it, one of the industries has been affected the most. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, um, like because obviously hospitality or pubs and clubs and things like that are all shut. And well, you know. I think they're the like they're the environment where like obviously germs can get spread because yeah. you're hanging out with a heap of people yeah. all at once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and and the thing is, like, it's just because of the way the coronavirus is passed on. I think it's just that that people to people contact had to be reduced, and and obviously that's what's happened. So, yeah, unfortunately for you, but like. You know, the cool thing is that you are still up and going. you still got those amazing nine staff, that awesome team going. Exactly. Um, you know, and it's it's great that you guys have teamed up with Short Street and you're pumping out, you know, unique ideas and running like that. So that's really cool. Um, now, I guess, like, moving forward, you know, um, outside of when we, when we get through COVID and stuff like that, um, you know, do you, do, you, do you think that, like um, – I don't know, do you think like your business, um, you know, the fact that it's adapted so much during this, do you think that's going to be a strength? Like, do you think that's going to be something that will make your business stronger? So therefore, you know, down the track, you're probably going to be able to handle a lot more stuff coming at you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's going to be really good for like a lot of hospitalities and like our in our business especially. Yeah. But like, I think it's going to make us actually run like a leaner, like tighter ship. Yeah. Like we're using this time to really um, establish like a lot of procedures and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's just going to mean that when it's all back to normal, things are going to run really smoothly too. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's the case too. I think like, I don't think I've cleaned my shop as many times as what I have in the <laughs> last few weeks, and that's been that's promising because I I, uh, I do clean it, but not as often as what I should. Um, and obviously, starting to think about outside outside influences like adapting and 
you know, um, I'd imagine these food boxes, they could stick around forever, really. Yeah, like, well, like, that's probably, the like, that's the plan that we'll just keep doing this because, like, people are loving it and yeah. um, we're getting heaps of, um, heaps of people are buying it every single week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, yeah. if you're having a wedding, you could order, like, 85 of them and do it yourself. Amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd want to do that. Um, so, yeah, like, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's, good to, it's good to talk to a local business that's kind of, I guess, you know, you, you kind of hit rock you hit rock bottom because you had to close and, and, and you've been able to adapt and evolve and change and grow and, and come out of that. So it's it's nice to hear a story and obviously know and let, let the listeners out there know too that like if you're doing it tough, you know, you just got to take each day as it comes. One of my favourite sayings is um, how do you eat an elephant? Just one bite at a time. So every day you just got to do something. You got just got to focus on that one day and you've got to get through that one day and then you worry about tomorrow when it comes. I think that's so it's such an important message. I think everybody's so forward thinking that they're thinking weeks, months, years in advance that like you just got to slow down and be in that time. Uh, and obviously from that, if you just tackle the biggest task and the biggest tasks that are presented to you in those particular times, you're going to be able to get through this. Yeah. 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 So you have a business coach, don't you? You, you do get some business yeah. coaching. Um, yep. We talked about this before because I've also done the same thing. It's so helpful, huh? Yeah. It's um, it's just good to have someone to like bounce ideas off yep. and, um, you know, like help with like numbers, like, because sometimes they just don't make sense. Yes. And you need someone to break <laughs> them down. Yes. Sometimes we, um, we spend our spending and all, all the things that we're doing just don't add up. Um, and obviously, like with food, because like we've talked about before, the margins are so tight. You have to be very, very cautious about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And wastage and stuff like that. It's a yeah, big yeah. thing, huh? Yep. So, um, you know, like once you figure out what your wastage is, then you have to try and figure out how to like minimize it and stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, like, so we now operate on a 1% wastage. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. But, you know, like it's taken like 18 months <laughs> to, to get, get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if you have any food wastage, you can always drop it off to me. That's fine. Yeah. Easy. I'm happy to eat it. That's definitely <laughs> not, not, no problems for me. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on, Erin? Like, is there anything that you wanted to, um, you know, wanted to save the community or get across um, in regards to, you know, the support you've had and everything like that? Yeah, like, I guess um, I just want to just, like, basically just say thanks so much. Like, we just have been totally overwhelmed by how awesome our customers have been. And um, even, like, people who haven't been regular customers before have just been coming in and just, like, saying, oh, thanks heaps for, like, being open or thanks for offering this. Um, it's just been really humbling, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's, like, it's nice to see that – human spirit shine through yeah. i think we i think we i think we forget that sometimes i think i think i think with everyday life and the fast pace that we live in it's just like it, it does tend to disappear at times yeah uh, and this has brought us all back to <laughs> i guess i kind of think you know like it's like people are, are being um you know understanding now they probably don't need the range rover and the boat and the jet ski and all those sort of things because you're yeah, overcommitted right. and then like 100 like you never know there's the job security is Neither here nor there. Owning a business is neither here nor there. Like you, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We had a massive scare in our industry in, in December, which involved the um, TGA, which was talking about you know possibility of looking at uh, not shutting down supplements, but regulating them so hard that it was going to make it very difficult for supplement stores to trade. Um, so, um, but uh, you know that that hasn't alleviated as yet. But you know you just never know what's coming, huh? No. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone would have like. You know, in November, who would have expected this? No, no, definitely not us. Like, and not a virus. Like, I mean, you know, um, we all kind of. I think we all get in the mentality of like, oh, that won't happen. Oh, 
That's mm. over there. Doesn't it? That's not going to affect me. We're so blessed in Dubbo, though. Like we're living out here, um, we haven't had a huge amount of cases, which has been great. Um, they've all been managed very, very well, um, and everybody seems to be doing the right thing. Yeah, I think so. Like we've been like, um, you know, like really happy and like really like surprised by how well people are managing their social distancing at the cafe as yeah, well. So it's been that's great. A, that's so good. I mean, I cannot wait to be able to get back in there. Uh, when it's busy and pumping and enjoy your food and have a coffee and have a laugh. I mean, that's that, that environment, you just miss that. It's like, it's like, mm. you know, I, I don't know. It's just being around people just makes such a, such a difference. I think that's one of the things that has made this difficult is like just being isolated and not being able to laugh and, and see everybody and family and friends and things like that. You, you, yeah. you know, you would feel the same. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Aaron today. Um, Thank you so much for coming in. I know you're busy. You're actually going to do a service um, this afternoon. Yeah, like yeah. I'm probably just going to go there now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, well, where else would you want to hang out? Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, Vinny did drop you off and we have, have um, you know, uh, had, had a bit of fun recording this, which has been great. So I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, like I said, I wanted to get um, somebody who is in business and is juggling a family and all those sort of things and you're doing an amazing job. And like I said, you're... Your business is um, accelerating now, you know, on its way to accelerating again um, just because of your thinking and, and, and your ability to connect with people. I think that's so important. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Um, I've had heaps of fun. Absolute pleasure. Um, and guys, yeah, if you um, have anybody you would like to hear us talk to or you've got somebody in mind who you think would be great on the show, please don't be afraid to reach out to to us uh, on our Instagram um, at the Mass Effect podcast and we're happy to um you know to to assess that um i love talking to people love getting perspectives and everyone's got a cool story too um you know which is which is obviously can help people mentally and also if you're you're wanting to take the same journey into business or fitness or anything like that it may be something that can spark you on as well so i appreciate you listening to episode three thank you very much and stay tuned um but that's a wrap for us today